Kamish, there he is. Whoa. Got some jacked-up audio. Oh. Oh, no. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, that's much better now. There we go. All right, waiting on Dylan. Yeah. <sighs> I'm in a fucking COVID quarantine again. That's why there is no, uh, no quick hits. I was actually quarantined out of deer camp for a week. Oh, so, darn. Hey? Yeah. <laughs> terrible. So I got my third stick up the nose. A couple oh, of days. Damn. Wait, waiting on results again. And there is Mr. Malchus. What's going on? What's How's up, it dude? going? Well, how are you feeling about your uh, your games this week before we get started with the trade recap? Who do I got this week? I'm playing. I know. Uh, I know. Joe is. Uh, Joe picked a, a shitty week to uh, have his team come together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you still got an outside chance. Uh, yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm set. I got a little bit of a cushion there in the standings, but. Yeah, you should still make the playoffs, but I don't yeah. see you taking this week home. Yeah, now the the Burkhead over Philip Lindsay one that was kind of a, a hail mary, but didn't uh, didn't work out for me. <laughs> Looks like, uh, yeah, you're commission. You're gonna Nick. You're gonna be pretty close. No, you, you should. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I got two guys left. Now you only need seven and a half points. So yeah, ooh, a big zero from Hurst. I see. Yeah, I mean, great week to trade Anders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and pretty good. about to put up 200 again, I see. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I had uh, – uh, Ross has a few guys left, but I've, I've got a good scoring week, so I feel pretty good about it going into Monday night. Yeah, the, I think the uh, McCaffrey getting hurt again helps you out. Uh, so you don't really need that uh, – that last running back spot in there, but you got so much fucking depth. You don't have to worry. I don't have much depth anymore. I've traded away most of my depth. Left. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and speaking of trades, since this is going to be the trade special, uh, Nick, you actually wanted to talk about a trade that happened back in week uh, 10. So this is kind of the first one. This kind of got the snowball rolling. This was Troy and Dylan. So Dylan, why don't you walk us through this one? All this right. was, uh, you got to remind yeah. me, this is one where I got Noah Fant. Yeah, yep, this is where fan was passed around again. <laughs> yeah, so I was I was in a spot where I needed to improve at tight end, not knowing what George Kittle was, I mean, what his outlook lo- looks like. I mean, he said he'd be back in two weeks. Doctors are saying eight weeks. And I, I just didn't want to hedge my bets on that, knowing that he, I got him under contract for 20-some million next year. So a little bit of an asset for, for somebody who's not competing right now. So I was just trying to improve that, that tight end position. Um, and Troy and I have had different communications throughout the season. And Fant was a guy who has a good contract being $4 million next year. So I could shore up a, a tight end piece um, by moving Kittle and try to improve that tight end grouping. You also brought so you Christian had... Kirk on that deal too. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Kirk, I think it's going to be a good one. Well, and I, then I moved him right away. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, no, I, I was looking for another piece to go along with Fant that hit somebody who was under contract next year as another asset to try to move um, as we were getting into the trade deadline. Again, trying to keep in mind that I wanted to get better at tight end. And I had two other tight ends on my list that were ahead of 
plant and and uh and i needed to acquire some assets to try to get in spot get in a spot to do it yeah yeah, I was gonna say a fan can get a steady quarterback. Like I think he's gonna be real. I picked him in the first round of the rookie, our first rookie draft. He was my first round pick, and I was really happy. But he just hasn't had a quarterback in in two years, so I thought I would move him. And then seems like he's been a, a popular trade piece. Well, I got him back again now. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dylan and I had been talking on the Kittle trade. I went back and I found as far back as October twenty eighth that you and I had been talking. Yeah. That must have been shortly after the, he went down on injury. Yeah. Yeah. And you were, so that was the, he that was, was the one you got the ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. That leads us into week 11. Yes. So this is the first trade of week 11. And this is another Dylan trade. This is Dylan and Teddy. So Dylan sent Justin Jackson and Christian Kirk. So he moved them about a week later uh, and got back Austin Hooper and Duke Johnson. Is that right? Yeah. Right, what was that? And tried to you tried to flip Duke Johnson to me too, the I, going back to your your first trade with Teddy. Yeah, and I mean you should have jumped all over that to have David Johnson's handcuff, but you didn't you didn't jump at it. So then I moved over. Now, to, I, I didn't want to. I don't know. I'm in a weird spot where I'm I'm very much overperforming what my roster is capable of, and I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying to ride the wave. Yeah. So then I so then I moved on and. Uh, and I think I was looking at, I was trying to get uh, uh, Drake out of you, and then, yeah. and then I moved on to, yeah, I got moved Duke over in the Mark Andrews deal. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, that'd be the next trade after this one. Okay, yeah. So I was just looking at getting assets again to try to improve that tight end position. I needed to take on a little bit of salary to make it work for either. I mean, I had Andrews or Waller in my in my headlights to try to to improve at tight end. Um, and then Hooper was another piece that I was thinking, well, if I could have Fant or Hooper at $4 million next year, I'd be happy with that going into, going into 2021. Um, and then whoever I was moving for Andrews or Waller, whoever wanted Fant or Hooper, they could have their pick of the two. Yeah. So you went from, and then, just kept rolling. So that was on the 17th at 11.30. Then the next day at 6 a.m. is when the, the Mark Andrews, your your guys' trade, Nick and, and Dylan. Uh, Andrews, a third rounder for Fant and Duke Johnson. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Andrews, uh, Dylan and I have been talking to Andrews, like I said, from all the way back from the 28th. It was multiple players. At, at one time it was Andrews and Adams for Diggs and Kittle, I was unsure. It was week to week. I kept saying, if I keep winning, there's no way I'm moving Adams. (laughs) Um, And I just kept winning. So it just like my, uh, my asking price kept getting higher and higher for Andrews because I didn't have to move them anymore. Um, I told Dylan numerous times, like I was looking for Rojo back. I looked at his uh, roster. His extension was, somewhere around $17 million a year for four years. I was like, that, that was something I was targeting. I wanted to extend him if I could get him. Dylan was unwilling to move on him. Um, but it was getting close to the deadline, so I knew I already had extended Hurst, so I hit him for the next four years. Andrews was 
he was going to go to a contender. Not that I'm, I was out of it. I'm sitting in fourth place, but I knew I could get some assets back. So I knew Dylan wanted them. And when I woke up in the morning on the 18th and saw that he had tacked on a third rounder, I couldn't say no. Yeah, I think that's a that's a solid trade. And I know um, Andrews. Yeah, you and I talked Andrews. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to move Beasley. Yep. Uh, I think Dylan. Yeah, Dylan tried to sell me on Duke Johnson. So there's a lot of these guys that I I passed up on, but you know they they apparently found homes. So I was on the 18th, and then the uh, the 19th it really got rolling with Teddy and Johnny. And this one, <laughs> this was the kind of the first big deadline deal. So this is all Johnny got Keenan Allen. That's all. And then he got or he sent away Sal, uh, yeah, Salvin Ahmad, who I tried to get on waivers, the Miami's new running back, Dave Montgomery, Alan Lazard, Dallas Goddard, Alshon Jeffrey, and uh, Jameson Crowder. So that's two guys, I believe, that are on IR. Yep. Maybe even three. Um, uh, a waiver wire running back, a running back that's on his way out as a starter, and a tight end that's filling in for. Uh, Zach Ertz. All that for Keenan Allen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dylan and I texted each other. You know, Dylan's sitting at the top. Every <laughs> every move Johnny makes, yep. You're, yep. you're looking to see what you can do to improve your team, which you should. You know, you're, you got to always be looking to improve. But when number two is making moves and bringing in a, a wide receiver one, you got to start looking elsewhere. But I just, I don't know what Teddy's thinking here. <laughs> but I don't know if that's like a, that's just got to be like a pure salary dump because the rest of the guys, Alshon Jeffrey, I think is on a, well, has got a, a decent chunk. My biggest thing change. with the two Johnny trades we're going to look at here is all you're getting back are Johnny's got no picks. Like if, if you're a team looking to rebuild, you're looking for picks. And I don't know why you're going to Johnny because he has none. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I just thought you could have explored elsewhere possibly or used, you know, other trades for his leverage. They're great deals for Johnny, I think, on both of them. Oh, hell yeah, they're great deals for Johnny. <laughs> I, 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 texted, I think I texted both Nick and Ross after those thinking, shit, you, you think Johnny comes at you with this offer, and you look and say, hey, you know what? Dylan's got a first-rounder in 2022 that Johnny doesn't have, and Johnny's trying to get this guy. Maybe I'll reach out to Dylan and say, hey, look, I'm <laughs> considering moving this guy. Would you part with your first-round pick? And if more than likely, yeah. Um, <laughs> Especially if it's Keenan Allen or Julio Jones. Exactly. Because <laughs> the second the second trade, he got Julio mm. and another one where he just kind of just threw a bunch of shit at the wall. Chase Edmonds, Tim Patrick, some guy named Marcus Johnson, Lamar Miller. Mm. And he got Julio Jones. <laughs> Mark. Yeah, so you got two guys that I don't even know if they're rostered. This Marcus Johnson and Lamar Miller. I think he's a practice squad. Tim Patrick, he look, he's looking to be a solid wide receiver two in Denver and Chase Edmonds. I mean, he's going to have his chance in Arizona, but Mark, you look at his, we've been criticizing him pretty hard, but he's going to have the most money coming into next year when Johnny's whole team is available to buy. <laughs> yeah. Johnny's, I think that's part of the reason Johnny's making these moves. Is he's got, oh, he's 100% this, all this in. This is definitely his year. This is definitely like cause after this year, it's going to be hard. I think because Mark is going to buy up a lot of those guys. Gary, I think, still got a fuckload of money that he didn't spend. Um, so yeah, Johnny's got to go all in with what he's doing. But I think Mark is Mark's going to bounce back. I think I don't think uh, Kenyon Drake has too long in the desert. Um, Tim Patrick's going to be good with Judy out there. So there's there's a couple 
couple of building for the future. Well, but I, I think that's just for Mark mostly is dumping that contract. I mean, are either are either Edmonds or Patrick under contract for longer than this year right now? I don't think so. I think they are just Edmonds maybe. Edmonds might be. I don't know if he was a rookie. He might have no, been a rookie Edmonds, draft guy. Edmonds deal expires this year, uh, along with Patrick. So they're both free agents. I mean, I suppose you could. So he just them, that's you could extend them, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's basically just a take Julio away from me deal. Yeah. It, well, there was yeah, there was that one. Um, then Johnny had like a host of like acquisitions: Logan Thomas, Jakeem Grant. Logan Thomas isn't too bad. Um, as far as getting points, but the next trade much less, uh, much less exciting. <laughs> uh, I got Rex. I got Rex Burkhead for Gabriel Davis and a third rounder, um, and Burkhead's already hurt. So <laughs> that's that's my trade luck. At the time, that, that looked good. I mean, you're, you're sitting in a contending spot. Burkhead's been getting touches there. They're running the ball a lot in New England. It, you know, just shit luck that he got hurt, and you gave up a third, but you know. How many third round picks have turned into anything for us this year? Yeah, and it's Roscoe's third, so that makes it that makes it a little more palatable. But yeah, just trying to, you know, that that second running back spot with David Johnson out, and I didn't want to give up even more to get Duke Johnson. So kind of Philip Lindsay's been really, really hit or miss. Figured why not try it with Burkhead, but um, yeah, that was that trade. Real small, not a whole lot happening. The next trade though. Uh, I had some pieces. <laughs> I got got like two dozen people. Yeah, all right, you guys. I'm just gonna sit back. You guys, you guys, tell me how long it took to put this shit well, together. Well, this has been building basically for a month. It all started with Andrews back when I wanted him, and I wanted Rojo. So then it turned into. Well, I saw the moves Johnny was making. I knew what Dylan was thinking. He's like, I got to make a move. Johnny collects two wide receiver ones, so I just throw out Michael Thomas. I said, he's available. His large contract, but he's available. And I, I told him what I wanted from the beginning was always Rojo. And then it was from there, it was just thinking, or, you know, plugging pieces in and to, to making money work, basically. Yeah, that was the biggest thing. That's the only reason why there's there are so many players involved was when you're putting the formatting the trade to evaluate it, mm-hmm. they were showing my cap number at you know, like when we when I ended up when we ended up agreeing to it, I, my cap number was at like one ninety seven point seven or something like that, and then and then after the trade goes through, I'm sitting at one ninety one. I'm thinking, well, holy shit, that we wasted a bunch of time on that for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we could have made that a whole heck of a lot easier. Yeah, but I mean, in my my thought process was it. I was, I mean, I was, I was spent a lot more time thinking about that than I probably should have the uh I I was either low floor guys with with Connor and Diggs I mean I was looking at at improving Connor's spot in my starting position going into the trade deadline and I reached out to some guys and just never heard back from them and so that was my my goal to improve that spot in the lineup and when Nick came back with Thomas, I had to try to see what else we could do to make the money work. And, I mean, Diggs is, has been a top five wide receiver, and he's been consistent every week and not some guy, somebody I was looking to move. Um, 
but uh, looking at Thomas as being a higher upside guy these last few weeks, especially playing in a dome, and he's got Atlanta on his schedule twice, including today, and then he's got Minnesota week 16 if I get that far. Um, so, I mean, he's got he's got a nice schedule ahead. And then Joe Mixon's a guy who's hurt, and I was trying to look at what his injury looked like prior to hitting accept on the deal, and there wasn't a whole lot of information out there. So then I made sure we got Geo included in there so I could, I could <laughs> cover my ass. But then Mixon's a guy who's under contract for what twenty four million next year. Um, yeah, so which that is a, that's not a bad contract for a RB one. We're we're in that twenty to twenty five. There's a lot. I mean, Le'Veon Bell's there at twenty six. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, Delvin Cook's twenty six. Yeah, that's disgusting. Um, I, so I mean, I feel I feel good about it from a this year and next year standpoint. Um, where now I've, I've got Jacobs, Cook, and Mixon under contract for next year. Um, and it, in addition to Reek and Ridley and Michael Thomas, so I got some pieces I can I could potentially move in the off season here, but but I think it it was it was enough. So I was debating playing it safe with the the low floor guys and Connor or Diggs or or taking the taking a guess at a pitch and try to hit somebody with a little bit higher ceiling on Thomas and Nixon for the playoffs. And I like I, even Mike Davis is a, a really good because I'm assuming he's just a one year guy. He, I don't I can't imagine he's he was a waiver wire claim for me uh, when CMC went yeah. down and um, my I was looking at I mean yeah he he's he was going to be good points this week against Detroit, but I, I didn't know how long CMC was going to be out. I knew he was worth this week for Dylan mm-hmm. and. Mixon and Thomas, those are your future pieces and win now pieces if they're healthy. So that's kind of where, to me, Rojo and uh, Rojo and Diggs kind of offset Thomas Mixon for me. And then it was a matter of making money work. James Conner had to get thrown in because Thomas's contract. So I had to give him back another considered an RB1 for now, which Mike Davis is until CMC comes back. Uh, other than that, yeah, it was just a couple, couple dollars here and there and finally got to go through. <laughs> I was going to say you, uh, Nick, you sent me a couple, couple offers, but I know it's a, it's a headache trying to deal with my, uh, my cap situation too, <laughs> which yeah. is, uh, pretty horrendous. And I was happy getting, I mean, obviously I, I went after you hard for Beasley and you wanted to keep him for the same reasons I wanted him. The only reason I think I might've wanted him more than you did was, to pair him with Josh Allen. But then when Dylan and I start talking and I can go from Beasley to Stefan Diggs, I'm like, okay, I'm good here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, I think um as far as like the the standings though, it's pretty it's pretty separated right now. I mean the, the top of the standings are are one thing. Yeah, but, you guys your top two. Um, as far as fighting Yeah. Let's see. I pulled the standings up, but um yeah, because I mean, the first two seeds. I mean, it's kind of just that battle for one. Roscoe might be able to. I know he's on a bit of a winning streak, but um, as far as you know, you and I, Nick goes. You know, holding off Teddy, we got two game cushion there. Um, Worst. You know, Derek's team's definitely disappointed. Mark, I feel bad for Mark. Troy, I feel like Troy had higher expectations too this year. Troy's done some good things though, and adding some 
he's got some good pieces. I mean, he he took Claypool and Ayuk off of Johnny early in the year. Um, he's he's got Kittle that he can he's bringing back next year. He's got he's got some good pieces. Um, I think he's made some good moves this year. He's got two first round picks in this coming draft, two second rounders and two third rounders. So he's got he's got picks this year, which is good. I don't because I think last year all he had was. The who did he take? Was he the he did Taylor? He took, oh, he uh, took Swift. Taylor. Yeah. No Taylor. Yeah, I think there was his Taylor. Pick. I think so. I think he picked what was that second? Th- uh, yeah, second. Oh man, he picked Jonathan Taylor second. That's uh, him and his fumbling problems have kind of been uh, hurting his playing time. But he got Hines too. I think he has pretty much every Colts <laughs> running back on his team, so he's he's got himself covered there. But yeah, I think it's um. You know, if, if things go according to plan the rest of the year, I think it's it's Nick and Johnny, or not Nick and Johnny, Dylan and Johnny, um, kind of battling it out. I mean, even looking at the score differential, uh, you know, Dylan's put up 1830 oh, yeah. this year, Johnny 1764. <laughs> Next closest is 1461. Yeah, 300 points behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and then there's me. I, I've scored 1200 points, but uh, my points against are, uh, are very low too. So I've had the benefit of an easy schedule. I thought, you know, I really thought this week too was going to be an easy win, but Joe decided to, you know, put it together the for a week. Defense wins championships, Preston. That's just good defense. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. I'm thinking your, your loss this week is actually going to hurt me in the, in the long run, unless you can, we can pick up some wins. Cause I think the way the tiebreakers go first, if you got two guys tied with the same record, it's head to head. If you got three teams tied with the same record, I believe it's the record amongst the other teams tied. So we'd all be one and one. So at that point, I believe then it goes points. And I've got a 20-point lead on uh, Roscoe. So I think I would actually jump him in the standings if you were would have won. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I know Roscoe's – I was just looking at my schedule for some reason. I don't know if this is uh... – but for whatever reason, I played Troy back-to-back weeks so, to end of the year. Week 12, uh, week, 12 week, week 13. 13. Week 13 we designated as our so-called rivalry week. You're going to play – you will play gotcha. uh, him every single week 13 until you quit. Unless, or unless somebody, you know, <laughs> comes up with a better idea and we vote on changing it. Uh, week 12 we decided that we would do the team with a similar record from the season before. So one's always going to play two. Three will play four, five will play six, and so on all the whole way down for the previous seat. Gotcha. So that way you should still have contending teams. Hopefully there's not a big change from the year before. And you're going into playoffs. Those games are going to matter more. So, yeah, so Troy's, Troy's got a chance to absolutely to crush me for those last two weeks. Or I got a chance to build up some wins and improve my seating. So we'll see how that goes. When I got wrapped. But I as got far as the, this week, and then I got him yes. week thirteen. Yeah, because far as the as far as playoff seating right now, would be Dylan and Johnny with buys. Nick and I would play right now, and then Roscoe and Teddy would play. Um, which is blows my mind that Teddy's competing, <laughs> but you know we'll see. <laughs> He's hanging on to that final spot. He's four and six. Derek's four and six. Joe's four and six, or not Joe. Um. Chris is four and six, and Gary's four and six. So that last spot for the playoffs totally 
totally yeah, up in Troy, the air. who's projected to win over Teddy, so he's going to move to that four and six as well. And then Joe's moving to four and six. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a... Well, four and seven, right? This is week 11 now? Oh, four and seven, excuse me. So you'll you'll have Joe, Troy, Gary, Chris... Everybody, everybody but Mark is in the hunt. And Teddy, all at, potentially at four and seven. Then you'll have Derek at five <laughs> and six, Preston at six and four, and then me at seven and four, Roscoe at seven and four. Yeah, I'll be six. I'll probably I'll be six and five after this week, but I should be hanging on to that fifth seed. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll should be. It'll yeah, be the, close the hanging on to that fifth seed. Nuts. Just like last year, I mean, I would I could have gone from anywhere from like just out of the playoffs to second place, and I finished in second. I was. <laughs> so yeah well that was the uh that was a good recap i mean it was it was you know until those last couple of trades there it was pretty quiet and i think you you posted in the group and i think that kind of got everyone going i know johnny asked what time does it end and then mm-hmm. you got the ball rolling but i don't even i don't really remember last year's last trade, year deadline hot, trade deadline i think there was a lot going on yeah i don't remember yeah i think yeah, it was. It's all. It's all just a blur. Last year was just such a, a sad, disappointing <laughs> season, and then realizing I had to give Gary my first overall pick. You just made it worse. But yeah, it was a good trade deadline. Um, any uh, any other closing thoughts? No, just it's been, it's been a fun season. I think there's been a lot of activity, a lot of good transactions again, and and uh, and if I send somebody a message saying, "Hey, what about this?" Don't ignore me. Just say. No, you're full of shit. <laughs> yeah. And then and call it good. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how um, Facebook messaging works because sometimes if you don't have, like, if you're not, if you have no friends with them yeah. or anything like that, it won't, it'll go to a message request. No, these guys know. Um, <laughs> oh, the read receipt. Yep, you saw them read it, and then <laughs> yeah, no. These, but I mean, it's you get busy. I get it. This is fantasy football. There's real life stuff, but I'm it's. When you're at the trade deadline trying to figure stuff out, I probably would have sat tight if Johnny didn't do things. But uh, so thank you, Johnny, for making me move when I didn't really want to move. (laughs) I'm happy with it. (laughs) Any of you guys try to trade with Roscoe this year? God, it's impossible to make a trade with that guy. Gary and I try to get some three team trades going with him, just (laughs) shooting down ideas left and right. Can't get him to agree to a goddamn I was, thing. I was after him on Waller, went into having the same discussions with, that I was with Nick on Andrews. Basically, same guys involved, and uh, and he was, oh, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work. Well, and that's the thing. Him, like, I don't know why he doesn't move on Waller. Right? Well, and I sent him, I sent him a proposal, and he comes back and says, "Well, I can't take on Duke Johnson's contract," and I said, "It's expiring." And I said, if you look at the deal, you're going to have more money at taking him on and getting rid of Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, then, uh, and then the next day of the trade deadline, he says, Waller's on the block after I made the deal for Andrews. I said, you know, I said, you know the only guy looking for a tight end already made his move, right? <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds about right. But um, yeah, fellas, good as always. A lot of fun. Uh, we'll, uh, 
I'm sure we'll have another group. We'll have a we'll have a preseason or a preseason. We'll have a, a playoff preview uh, coming up and shit like that. So a lot of Thanksgiving football, a lot of games could be decided. A lot yeah, of matchups. I wouldn't mind we'll doing this again. Get a, a good uh, feel. Sunday night of week thirteen. You know, see a lot of our playoffs are yeah. will be decided by that point. Absolutely cool. Hell yeah. Sounds good, guys. All right, guys, have a good one. Good luck this week. The rest of your matchups. Take it easy, fellas.